PMDD partners, welcome to another episode of the In Love with PMDD podcast. I am your host, Dr. Rose Alcaton, your PMDD relationship psychotraumatologist. And being that I have PMDD, I have chosen to specialize my practice in helping PMDD partners to stop the monthly breakups. Each week, I will be providing you with my signature trauma transformational tools. Now let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of the In Love with PMDD podcast. I am your host, Rose, your PMDD relationship expert. Today, we are going to be talking about what is in your PMDD partner's toolkit. I'm so excited to have this episode because I've been talking about doing an episode on my morning routine for so long. And if you follow me on Instagram at In Love with PMDD, you know that I, you know, document my morning routine every single day. And it is so needed when I'm in PMDD for those 14 days. And it's even really needed in my follicular days when everything's going great. And I don't think you all understand how much this really affects my PMDD relationship and my partner, my mood, all of the things. So I'm going to take you through my morning routine while I'm in PMDD. And when I'm not in PMDD, I literally do the same routine. I just modify some of the ways that I do it. So first thing in the morning, when I wake up, I send a daily devotional that me and my partner have. I send it to my partner. And that's my way because we're long distance. That's both of our ways of letting each other know that we're awake. Um, he wakes up earlier than me, uh, but we both wake up relatively early. And as I told you before, I don't really talk on the phone or do much talking or interacting. First thing in the morning, I like to get my morning routine out of the way. So I, you know, text him the devotional I, and he texts me. He has a similar devotional. So it's not the same one. He sends that to me. We kind of read it and all of our devotionals have like a question afterwards is asking like a question about, you know, our relationship and things like that. And so we have the opportunity to just text it to the other to each other. And what that does for me and my PMDD partner is that really keeps us connected on a day to day basis, whether I'm in PMDD or whether I'm not. And even times we've had fights, we've had arguments, we've had times we're not really speaking to one another because of, you know, crazy things that have gone on. He still sent the devotional and I have too. And that's our way of letting each other know, like, we're not completely out of it. So I know when we have these PMDD breakups, and sometimes you don't know if your partner has fully checked out. You know, you don't know if this means that this is the end. You don't know what they're thinking and kind of the pride in you, the ego in you doesn't really want to ask them. So sending a devotion or having a morning ritual first thing in the morning is a way for you to just let your partner know that you're still in it. You're still trying. Even if it sucks at the time, you're still in the relationship, which is a form of security that, you know, a lot of people need when they're in relationships with PMDD because there's so many ups and downs. But more importantly, if you have an anxious attachment style, which my partner does, that is so important to get that affirmation that, yes, my partner still loves me. Yes, my partner's still in this because when you don't have that confirmation, it can cause your thoughts in your head to really, you can start to spin out, you know, with all of these what ifs, with all of these thoughts of thinking, is the relationship over? You know, what am I going to do? And then it puts you in a panic. Um, I've had clients where they literally had panic attacks because they haven't really understood whether their partner was still in the relationship and it's caused them so much emotional damage. And even when you're mad at your partner, you shouldn't want to emotionally damage them. So this is a way of just letting them know I'm still in it. So that is the first step in my PMDD morning routine. Before I do anything else, I literally have it by my bed. I wake up in the morning, I read it, I take a picture of it, I send it to him, and I also read the one that he has sent to me, and I answer the question or really reflect in it, and then I tell my partner that I love them. So yes, you can think this is a little bit redundant. Of course, your partner knows that you love them, like you're still there, right? But whether you have an anxious attachment style or you're like me, where you have an avoidant attachment style, you still want to hear that your partner loves you first thing in the morning because it's a way of starting your day fresh, right? So when I hear that my partner loves me, you know, I may have said things that are below the belt or done things that were below the belt or vice versa the day before, but just getting up in the morning and hearing or seeing 
that my partner still loves me, it gives me hope, right? And so in our PMDD relationships, when it's so many ups and downs, we really need that reassurance. We really need that hope that we can continue to go, continue to work on our relationship, continue to strive through PMDD and know that we have a partner there in our corner. So that is the second thing we do. We text or we call or we send voice memos of I love you. So after I do that, I get up in the morning and I hear so many people ask me, especially in my DMs, um, at in love with PMDD, they always ask me, do you take supplements? You know, because I have my most chronic symptoms that I have with PMDD are fatigue, anxiety, depression. I have so many, but fatigue, anxiety, and depression are my main front runners. And fatigue is a really big one. And if you see me on my morning routine, I'm really, really active first thing in the morning and everyone thinks that it's because I take some kind of supplement. So they're always DMing me and are like, are you taking a supplement? Um, A lot of you have asked, am I taking antihistamines? You know, all of the things that have come out that are supposed to be helping with PMDD. And I don't take any supplements for my PMDD. I believe in a more holistic approach, but I fully support everyone doing whatever it is that makes them feel their best. So I'm not an advocate. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not that kind of doctor where I'm going to tell you, here's a list of prescriptions to take or not to take whatever you need to take to make you feel your best. I'm all for it. Um, I know that I do a holistic approach and I've, you know, kind of done it over trial and error about what works best for me. And then I've kind of tailored my routine to that. And I want you, after I tell you what my morning routine is, I really want to give you the opportunity that as you're listening to my routine, you may say, you know, that doesn't resonate with me or that does resonate with me. So you're just picking and choosing. Like I always say, it's like shopping at Ross. You're going through the racks. You're picking and choosing what works for you and what doesn't. So you don't have to mirror my morning routine, but it is a matter of you doing what specifically works for you when you're in PMDD and also doing what works for you when you're not in PMDD. So for me, when I get up in the morning, movement is a must. I always say movement is my medicine. And when I'm in days, my follicular days, I love it. I thrive off of it. I love getting a good sweat in. I love getting outside. I love getting my heart rate up. Um, all of the things. But when I am in PMDD, it is not my friend. It is not the first thing that I think about when I wake up in the morning. And I used to think that, oh, I need to change what I do when I'm in PMDD versus when I'm not, as far as I'm going to take a movement completely out. And I remember I did that over the course of two to three months just to test it out. And when I tell you that was an epic fail. That was an epic fail. Me and my partner had some of the biggest blowouts when I was not moving my body, when when I wasn't using my movement is my medicine method. Um, and that's one of my PMDD trauma transformational tools. Use movement. Movement can look differently for every single one. I have so many clients that do so many different things but movement is a part of their morning routine or their daily routine. So let me give you a little bit of background about how movement became my medicine. So I am actually a Beachbody coach. I've been using their programs for over 13 years. I believe when I first started using Beachbody, it was because I had to stay home. I was postpartum and I was having my daughter. Well, my daughter is now 13 years old. So I worked out a little bit during my pregnancy. And then after I had my, you know, my child, I wanted to lose the baby weight. So it was, it started all with aesthetics. I was like, oh, I'm most comfortable in my body um, when I'm kind of leaner. And so another little bit of background about me is that I've been an athlete all of my life. So I ran track um, in high school and college. I joined the military. I've been in the military for 19 years now. I, I just saying that I'm just, I'm floored. I'm floored. So movement has always been a thing. We have to maintain our physical fitness and we're tested on that every single month. We're tested on, you know, how much we weigh. We're tested on our physical abilities. And I'm asked, I'm actually a master fitness trainer for the military. So I actually train other individuals and I train them, you know, for certain things in their career, whether they want to re-enlist or want to get promoted. So I take my job very seriously because how 
they perform physically definitely does affect their career progression. And so I have soldiers and I've had airmen and Marines and all of these different branches that I've trained on how to maintain a physically fit lifestyle more geared towards how that impacts their mental health. So I take my coaching, my counseling approach of being a traumatology, you know, doctoral candidate. And I really use my methods of movement as a way of maintaining your physical and your mental fitness. So, but earlier in my journey, I originally did it because it was all about the aesthetics. It was like, this is a requirement of my job. I have to do this. And being that I was already an athlete, I loved it. You know, so once I went through the training and then I'm training other people and I've seen the transformations and it's never been just a physical transformation. It's always been their mental has their mental fitness has changed in a in a sense of I always talk to my my military comrades as a um what is going on in your life i've always customized all of the programs that i've given them towards what is going on in their particular life what are the stressors that are going on what are the goals that they have if they have relationship problems like it's always been a total kind of mental physical fitness kind of thing because i want to check in with you and see how the program that i'm giving you is actually helping you in your day-to-day life because it's easy to say okay and work out an hour a day but then what right then what do i do after that so Fast forward, I, you know, at the first program I did with Beachbody, and it's it's one that I still do, and I have like a love-hate relationship with it, and it is Insanity with Sean T. And I literally had the DVDs. Like back in the day, you you bought this pack and it had like 13 CDs in it, and you played these DVDs. And I remember because I'm in the military and I move so much. Every time I move, I swear I lost one of the DVDs. So I ended up like getting to the week in the program and I'm like, oh my goodness, like where's that DVD? Like I'm looking through all of my things. And so, but I I literally did, it's an eight week program, 60 days. And I literally did it. I lost all of my, my baby weight and I got in the best shape of my life. And I felt so amazing. What I used to do was while my baby was sleeping, I would get up in the morning and do the insanity. So back in the day, the original insanity is like 45 minutes. So right now they have different programs and they've shortened it and they've made it different. But um, insanity was 45 minutes. And then I would do like a little walk around wherever, but I would wake up before my baby and I would do it. And I needed that because I wasn't going to the gym, obviously. Um, I was, you know, just staying home. And so home workouts became my jam because I can literally get up. I used to do mine in the living room. Um, now am I, uh, I have a home gym that's in my garage, but every single time I move, I make sure that I have a separate space um, that is only mine during that particular time. So at that time in my life, it was my living room and I would get up in the morning, put my workout clothes on. I would set them out the night before and I would go ahead and do that workout. And no matter how I felt when I originally woke up, by the time I finished that workout, I felt amazing. Even on days when I knew that I had to train my own troops and I had to leave early, I would get my workout done first and then I would go train them. Because what I what I find, what a lot of individuals do, especially PMDD partners, we have such busy lives where we're serving you know, our partner, we're serving our children, we're going to work, we're doing all these things and we're not taking time out for ourselves. So if we wake up stressed, if we wake up in a mood, if we wake up with intrusive thoughts, we're not getting a chance to get those negative things out before we're interacting with other people. And so in my journey, I noticed the shift very early on. I was like, man, I woke up feeling like crap. And then I felt amazing. And so I was documenting my journey. I had another um, social media platform. I was documenting my journey um, and just saying, you guys have to do this. Like you have to feel this transition. And it wasn't necessarily about my body, even though my body was transforming and I looked the best that I've ever looked, I was noticing the mental shifts even more. You know, as you get older, um, you're going to appreciate your mental health a lot more than your physical health in a sense of aesthetics and how you look. So yes, you can appreciate your physical health in a sense of you don't want any diseases, you don't you want to feel comfortable in your body, but you're going to appreciate being mentally clear, mentally sound, 
more so than the physical aspect. So if you're, you know, if you're selling a product and they're saying, oh, you're going to they take this pill and you'll look like this in, you know, a week. Or if you take this or if you take this pill, you're going to feel amazing. Like right now I'm at the age and a lot of my clients are at the age and it's not even an age thing. It's just a stage of your life that you're, you appreciate feeling good. Like I would rather feel good than look good, but feeling good is a byproduct of looking good. Thank the Lord. So you get like a double, like a double whammy of it. So what I noticed early on was that movement was my medicine. That was my jam. So fast forward, um, I've been doing this for 19 years now. And what originally drew me to my PMDD partner was I've never met someone that is as disciplined with me, with their physical, mental awareness, fitness, all of the things. And he has that. And I thought I was like, I've always been the friend, you know, the coach, the the soldier that's been like the one that's the most disciplined because I thrive off of routine. Like whether I feel like it or not, I'm going to do it. And that's probably, I would credit that to the military. Like you get up, you just do the work. They they don't really care all the time, whether you feel like it or not. It's just like you get into autopilot. And I've always been that way. And I didn't, I never left myself room to make the excuses. I over my journey of, you know, counseling, coaching and, you know, psychology and all of the things, I've gotten into a method of being self-aware. So I check in with myself, but the way I'm feeling doesn't necessarily dictate what I do for the day, if that makes any sense. So, um, yeah, let's talk about my partner for a little bit. So when I met him, I was waking up in the morning already as, so I was I was, if you follow this account on Instagram, I was a part of it and it's called the before 5 a.m. lifestyle club. And so it's basically like you're waking up before 5 a.m. You're getting all of this stuff done, you know, before the sun rises. And I thrived off of that because I was one of those people where I had so many things to do and I never felt like I had enough hours in the day. And so when I had PMDD, I was already moving slower. It was harder for me to do things like the best gift I could give myself was time because when I was rushed and I was in PMDD and I was trying to get everything done, it just made me more stressed. It made me more irritable. And I was just like, you know what? I, I need to like get up earlier, obviously. Like I'm basically, I'm going to be fatigued regardless. Like I used to be like, oh, I, I can't get up early in the morning because I need my rest. I need my sleep. But what I've noticed in PMDD is that no matter how long I sleep, I'm still tired. So it's kind of like, yeah, I could take that extra hour of sleep and still wake up tired, or I can take that extra hour and I can do something that's going to energize me. And I'm probably nine times out of nine, not going to feel like doing it, but I'm going to appreciate the energy afterwards. So when I met my um, partner, I was waking up at like 4.30 in the morning and I thought I was like, yeah, like I'm the only one, you know, I'm a part of this elite group of people that wakes up this early, blah, 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 blah. And he, I met him and he woke up at 3.30 and I was like, to go to the bathroom or, and he's like, no, I wake up at 3.30 every day because I like to get my, you know, I like to wake up at 3.30. He had this whole morning routine and then by four, he was leaving for the gym or to do his homework out. And I was talking to him about, you know, what does he do and blah, blah, blah. And he mentioned insanity and I was like, stop. Like, stop it. If that's not, a, if that's not a sign, I don't know what is. So I was like, Oh, I'm actually a beach body coach. Like, um, you should, you, you should join me, you know, cause I have this group because with the beach body coaching, you have a group of individuals and you hold yourself accountable every single day. So we log our workouts every day. If you take any of their supplements, you can log that in. Um, but it's not a, like you don't have to. Um, but you're just, holding yourself accountable and you have a group of people that are kind of on their journey of doing the same thing and all of us do different workouts. So at that time I wasn't doing insanity. I forgot what I was doing. I was doing some other program that Beachbody had, but I was still like, I, I was just remembering like, yeah, insanity will do that. Like, you know, cause it kind of like shows you how much you can really do. Like it makes you feel stronger than you really are because you think that you wake up feeling weak. You wake up, wake up feeling defeated. You wake up, you know, hating the fact that you have this chronic illness. You wake up on all of these moods with all of these intrusive thoughts. And then you finish the workout and you're like, I did it. Like there's a level of confidence and self-esteem and self-worth that you get. And then on top of that, 
your all of the the weight gain and the bloating and all of these things that are you know that that are part of your symptoms you they're not a thing because you're counteracting that with your lifestyle so i was i was like oh my gosh you do insanity and he's like yeah so the thing with him is he is very routine and ritual in a sense of he will do the same program again and again and again. He'll probably do insanity until he like the day he dies. And he can stick with that one program and do it forever. And his body's type, like he gets the results. So I'm all for it. Whereas I like to try every new program that Beachbody comes out with. Like they just came out with a new one. I just did it. Um, it was a dance program. I love to dance, love, love, love to dance. And dance cardio is my jam. And so this new program came out and I just did it today. And I love going through the library, it's like fitness for Netflix or Netflix for fitness, whatever you want to call it. So you go through and you just pick, you know, you can either, you can do two or one or two things. You can go on a calendar, you can structure the workouts. I'm going to do this workout program. It's eight weeks. I'm going to do this. It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, five days a week, 30 minutes a day. You can pick a program like that. And I've done so many of those in the past. Or you can just go through. And what I tell a lot of my my beach body coaching clients is just commit to 30 minutes a day. It doesn't matter what, there's over 4,000 workouts on there, right? Even if you do yoga for 30 minutes, if you do, there's running, there's yoga, there's MMA, there's so many things. There's bar, which I love. Like I had to almost pull myself off of the bar program because I was doing so many rounds of it. Every time I finished, I was like, one more round of bar. And they're all eight week programs, 30 minutes a day, five days a week. But I thrive on certain things or certain programs. And so I'm always like, let me see what else, because I want to see how it changes my mindset and my body. So I end up picking random workouts. Sometimes um, right now I'm in a eight week lifting program. I just, I'm finishing that up this week, which is why I tried that new dance program because I really wanted to say, okay, what am I going to do for the month of October? I have a calendar here, a desk calendar. Um, I'm going to actually upload this video to YouTube so I can start like holding up things so you guys can see. All right. So that is a desk calendar. Um, I'm starting the YouTube soon. So obviously when this video comes out or this, this episode comes out, it will be live. Um, but it's just, and I, I'm doing that because I have a friend, um, my best friend, Angie, and she's like, can you please get on YouTube? Because I'm not on Instagram and I want to see your videos and blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, I'm not like a, a podcast person. I like to sit and watch YouTube and I'm like, well, listen to my podcast. And she's like, well, put your podcast on YouTube. But I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm going to do that because she was stating that she knows a lot of, um, individuals that she's met, um, that, have PMDD, they're in a relationship, they're struggling, but they don't, you know, listen to podcasts and they don't have Instagram. So YouTube, here I come. But anyway, so yeah, so um, the workout program, when I found out that he did Insanity, that really bonded us. We ended up doing a couple rounds together and we got up in the morning and we, you know, did our morning routine together. And I loved that he valued the same things that I valued as far as shifting your mindset, starting the day fresh, and just wanting to be positive in the morning, regardless of how, you know, horrible it was the day before, like just starting every day fresh. And so I noticed that our morning routines aligned with each other. And I want to tell you, if you have a partner, a PMDD partner, you have to have something that you do together. It doesn't have to be your morning routine, doesn't have to be an evening routine, but there needs to be an activity that you have that is a ritual for the both of you to bring you back together because there's been so many times where we're not on the same page, where we go do our morning routine together and we kind of like give each other a high five, even if we're not talking at the time, like we give each other a high five at the end and I feel connected to him and I feel closer and it helps me get over a lot of the PMDD disagreements that we may have had. So he told me that he did it. So he joined my group and he's been there ever since logging his workouts. And I love that for us. Like, you know, I love that for you. I love that for us, that we have something that we're committed to doing. And it's not a 30 day thing. It's not an eight week thing. It's not like, Hey, babe, try this program. Like this is our daily lifestyle. And it is something that, so now that we're living apart, we both have the Apple watch. And so we can see each other's calories burn. We can see when we do the workouts and that's our way of like holding each other accountable. So after I send the devotional, so 
rewind after we boast in the devotional, we say, I love you. I put on my workout clothes and I get in at least 30 minutes of movement. Now I get in my 30 minutes of movement after I walk my dog, Leo. So I go walk Leo for about 20 to 30 minutes. Um, I'll just be outside and walk him. And that's normally when I do the videos that I send you on Instagram. If you, if you're following me on Instagram at in love with PMDD. I document my journey every single day and I'll tell you whether I'm in my luteal days or my follicular days. And I'll talk to you while I'm walking my dog. And then I'll go inside and I will do my 30 minutes, however I'm feeling. Right. So sometimes I do longer if I want to, if I'm feeling like it. And if I don't feel like it, then I don't. Right. I don't put too much pressure on myself to do more than the 30 minutes, because I realized over, you know, the course of the year, 30 minutes is sustainable. Even on days where I'm dragging, I don't feel like it. I can squeeze 30 minutes in, but I end up feeling so much better about myself, about my symptoms, about my partner after that. So this is why I don't talk to my partner before I finish my morning routine, because I wake up when I'm in PMDD and those intrusive thoughts come in. I wake up with some very evil, nasty, horrible, bitter thoughts in the morning. I'm not sure why. Like sometimes it's because of something that my partner has done and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just I feel evil that day. And I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes in PMDD, you just wake up evil and you're just like, ugh. And I just, I kind of want to hide the beast. You know, I don't want to interact with too many people while I'm feeling that negative. And I'm like, Oh my God, like, I can't believe I'm thinking these things. Like, so what I've done sometimes, which is like a bloopers, I have, my partner has called me before I mastered putting my phone on do not disturb. So my phone stays on do not disturb, meaning I can get no calls in. I don't hear any notifications until my morning routine is complete. Once my morning routine is complete, I get out the shower because even the shower, the shower is part of my morning routine. We're getting there. But, um, even during the shower, like I don't want to hear any notifications. I don't want to talk to anyone. Like that's not a thing because I, I just need to get my mind right. I need to get like, I need to wrap my head around. I'm waking up in PBD. What the heck are my symptoms for the day? How am I going to get through this? Like all of the things go through my mind. And so um, after I finish my movement, and I always listen to really, really upbeat music. So when I'm a PMDD, I will admit I listen to Sade. I listen to Adele. I listen to all of these people that are talking about how horrible their life are. It's like a sad, sad, sad song, sad country songs. Like it's <laughs> because that's how I'm feeling. So I allow my music to reflect how I'm feeling as a way of validating the mood that I'm in. So I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but basically what I'm saying is I don't try to use music to shift my mood in a mood that I'm not already feeling it because it doesn't allow me to get that feeling out. So if I'm feeling sad, if I'm feeling depressed that day, I will listen to sad music and I will allow myself to get it out. Sometimes I've cried. I've cried during my workout. I'm like, is this sweat or tears or both? And a lot of times it's been both. And I, and then there've been days where I have PMDD rage and I'm feeling frustrated. And that's when I, I head straight to my rock music. It's like, I would probably never listen to hard rock, hard, heavy rock, metal, all of the things. Uh, but when I get into that mode of feeling PMDD rage and I put my workout on. So what I do is I have a screen, I have a TV screen that I can stream my workouts through. Um, so you can stream them on your TV or on your phone or on your iPad, like anything, basically. And I put the video on and some days I'll listen to the trainer and I'll just have that going through the speaker to listen to it. And some days I will turn down the volume on the TV. And then I have a separate speaker where I'm listening to music. And I rather, so I can see the moves that I'm supposed to be doing on the screen from the trainer, but I'm listening to the music while I'm doing it. Like I need, some days I need the music more than I need to hear the trainer, but I'm still moving during that time. So um, I really just, take that time for me and let myself get out whatever emotions that I'm in, whether I want to cry it out, whether I want to punch it out, whether I want to lift it out, um, whether I want to just get, find peace and just do some yoga and turn on some soft music, some um, meditation music um, and just 
release all of the stress and the tension in my body and just allow myself to move in whatever way that feels good to me, right? It is a matter of getting out of my head and into my body and focusing on something else. So when you have a lot of stress going on in your life, it's because you're focusing on what has gone on in the past. You're having anxiety about the future. But when you're taking the time to get that out during your morning routine, during that movement, you're centering yourself in on the present moment. So none of that matters. The argument that you have with your PMDD partner doesn't matter. What you're going to talk about later on with your PMDD partner doesn't matter. What matters is how you feel right then in the moment. And just taking the time to focus in on yourself, it is so relieving because it quiets the noise that you have in your brain with the intrusive thoughts, with the anxiety, with the stress, with the feeling overwhelmed, with feeling irritable with your partner. And it just allows you to get it out and it allows you to decipher, am I having this thought because I really feel this way about my PMDD partner, about my PMDD relationship? Or am I just having PMDD intrusive thoughts? Like so many times I've wanted to get up in the morning and text something evil or say something evil. And by the end of my morning routine, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank goodness I didn't do that because I would have regretted it because I don't really feel that way anymore. And it is an amazing thing because you get these endorphins that you get once you start moving your body and they call them the happy hormone and they make you feel powerful, they make you feel stronger, they make you feel happier, more upbeat, and it lessens your PMDD symptoms, doesn't take them away, but it makes them feel more bearable. And for me, I'm not about saying, oh, I'm going to give you something that's going to take your PMDD away forever. I would never promise you that. But what I will do is give you something that's going to move the needle in your life and make you feel 10%, 20%, 30%, 40%, depending on you know how it shifts you. But it is going to make you feel better. And for me, if you're willing to take a supplement, if you're willing to take a treatment, if you're willing to go through all of these things, why would you not be willing to do something that doesn't really cost you anything to move your body? And it's all within you. You are the tool. You can produce the medicine by moving your body. So that is a must for me. Movement is a must. I really should like get a t-shirt that says that movement is a must and movement is my medicine. I'm going to write that down because I've done this so many times with my best friend where I've I've said certain things and she'd be like, oh, that was really catchy. You should like trademark that. And then I see it later on and I'm like, son of a gun. Like that was me. Like I I used to always say um, when, when I was in PMDD and I was complaining to her about all of my symptoms and everything that goes on, I used to be like, oh, my life. Uh, my life. Like that was my thing. And then one day I was in Walmart and what did I see? My life dolls. It was literally like life-size dolls and they were called my life. And I was like, why did I not trademark that? Like, look, it's now in Walmart of all places. So yes, movement is my medicine and movement is a must. Camdini lovers, I am so excited to announce my latest course called Dating and PMDD. You asked and I answered. For all of you single PMDD partners wanting to get in a relationship or maybe you're currently dating and you're having some struggles with trying to navigate your PMDD symptoms, or if you're the partner that's thinking about dating someone who has PMDD and you really just want to know how to do it the right way. So we're going to go through eight weeks of intense training with workbooks where we're going to be going over all of these different topics and we're going to have live Q&As. You're going to be able to watch the recordings whenever you feel like it, whatever time zone that you're on. So week one, we're going to be discovering your why. Why do you want to date with PMDD? Why do you want to partner? We need to understand the foundation of that. Week two, we're going to be talking about what makes a supportive PMDD partner. All of my clients always say all the time, I just want a supportive PMDD partner. So I'm going to show you exactly what that looks like when it comes to PMDD. Week three, is going to be 
boundaries in PMDD, communicating those needs. What is it that you need? What is it that you don't need specifically when you go into PMDD? Week four is going to be PMDD attachment styles. When you go into PMDD, are you an avoidant? Do you have an anxious attachment style? What kind of partner should you date if you have a different attachment style in PMDD? Week five is the PMDD intrusive thoughts. When you're going through that texting phase and you're not really knowing what to do with that anxiety of should I text, should I not text, should I tell them that I have PMDD, when should I tell them that I have PMDD, how should I tell them that I have PMDD. I'm going to give you the exact blueprint of what to say when you have PMDD and you're dating someone that you're wanting to be in a relationship with. Week six is going to be dating through each phase of your cycle. So every single time that you go through your ovulation, your menstruation, your follicular phase, and your luteal phase, when you're dating, you're going to be impacted differently. And I'm going to tell you how to date, when to date, which phase of your cycle is more beneficial and which phase is more so you need to kind of pull back a little bit so that you don't do any damage and that you don't scare away a potential PMDD partner. Week seven is how dating affects your PMDD symptoms. Because when you begin to date, you will have your PMDD symptoms magnified. So I'm going to tell you what to look out for so that you're not surprised, so that you don't feel like you need to stop the dating process or like you're doing something wrong. I'm going to tell you what to expect and what to do to cause your PMDD symptoms to be minimally affected when you're dating. And then the last week eight is going to be how to detach yourself from the PMDD dating process and just have fun and open yourself up to the possibility of having an amazing PMDD partners. So go to www.inlovewithpmdd.com. We start on May 1st and you'll be able to watch the recordings whenever you get this. And you're going to want to get the workbook and everything that's included. I look forward to seeing you in there. We got this. Love you. All right. I'm going to get these t-shirts. Okay. So after I do my movement, um, I send another text to, and this is not like, this is optional, but I send another because I'm feeling good in the moment. So whenever you're feeling really good, whatever your thing is that you do, whatever kind of movement that you do to feel good, as soon as you feel those endorphins and you're feeling good, you need to transfer that to your partner. So obviously if my partner was home that day, I would go up and give him a hug or a kiss or something like that so that he can feel those good vibes, right? Whenever they're there, like we have to cherish the good vibes when they come. So many times during PMDD, they are few and far in between. So I'm always like, if you get a glimpse of good vibes, like please give a crumb to your partner, like share that with your partner so that they can feel something that connects them to you and that can like put a little, you know, something in their bucket to fill them up because they're probably feeling a little depleted, a lot depleted because you're in PMDD and then maybe they're not getting their needs met. So if you're feeling good, go ahead and shift a little bit of that, those good vibes to your partner. And then after I do that, um, obviously I'm sweaty. So um, sometimes more than others. And then I go and I take a shower. Again, phone is still on do not disturb. And I love the spa. I don't know if you're like me. I love going to the spa. And if I could go every day, I probably would. Um, but the way that I give myself a little bit of self-care in the morning after my workout, I love hot showers. Like, I don't know if you're like me and you're one of those hot shower people. When, when I get in the shower, I want it to burn. Like you can see the smoke and it feels so good to me to be in a hot, steamy shower, whereas my partner is more like a, a lukewarm kind of guy. So he gets in and he's like, oh my gosh, babe. Like, And I'm like, what? Like, doesn't it feel good? He's like, no, like it's like hell in here. So um, I uh, put, I have a diffuser with essential oils. And I have it going so it's nice and steamy. So I put whatever essential oils that I want to put in there. And so my whole bathroom is like steamed up. I put the essential oils in there, you know, spearmint, peppermint, you know, all of the different, whatever, because every essential oil has a mood attached to it, like whatever you want, however you want to feel. So I put that in the diffuser. I turn it on. I close the door in my shower. I take a nice hot shower. Um, and I listen to something. A lot of times, I don't know if you know this, but I actually listen to my own podcast. And I've always done it since I first had the podcast. And I was like, it's not weird, but no other podcasts, other podcasters do it too. Like, so it's, it's not weird, but I literally put my podcast on. 
Um, and I have so many listeners that listen to me when they're in the shower. I strongly advise getting a speaker. I have a speaker. Um, there's these really cool ones and they're like really cheap too at Walmart or Five Below where they're like um, waterproof speakers. You can actually put them in the shower because I know sometimes if you put the speaker outside of the shower, like you can't really hear because of the sound of the water. So you're kind of like, what? What are they saying? But I have a waterproof one. So I put it and I have a a holder in my shower that holds all my body wash and my soap and my razors and all the things. And I put my wireless speaker on and I Bluetooth it and I listen to my podcast. And I guess my showers are like 20 to 30 minutes. I don't know. I, I don't know how long that process is, but I'm able to listen to parts of my episode. I've been doing longer episodes um, on here because I'm not really one that wants to limit my episodes and say, I'm only going to do 20 minutes or 30 minutes because if I have these tools for you, I want you to really understand why you're doing the tools, which is why I take the time to really tell you why these tools work and how they work. And I don't want to speed that up and just be like, here, here are five tools. Like, have a great day. I hope they work. Like, I want you to understand why they work, that I've tested everything that I've given to you as a PMDD trauma transformational tool. I tested it. It works. It works on me. It works on my clients. It'll work on you if you work it. So I'm in the shower. And after I get out of the shower uh, or the whole time I'm in the shower, I'm listening to my podcast. So I'm kind of reframing my mind, whatever. And I'll pick a podcast for what it is that I'm going through for that particular day. So if I'm going through, I'm getting a library that's pretty extensive right now with the podcast where if you're going through PMDD rage, if you're going through stress, if you're going through anxiety, if you're going through breakups, you can actually go inside of the vault and actually listen to what it is and pick one that applies to you for that particular day. Or if you've not listened to my podcast, you know, for that particular week, I do two a week. They are released on Monday and Thursday. Um, and I kind of do the Monday to start your week fresh and the Thursday to carry you through the weekend. So that way you can have something, but they're released two episodes a week and you can listen to them in the shower um, and really just allow yourself to get that knowledge in there. You know, the more in the morning time, your mind is the most fresh you're getting. So basically your brain is able to absorb the most knowledge first thing in the morning. And then especially after your movement. So your mind is like prime for filling it with what it is that you need and what it is that you want. And so I make sure I listen to that. And then after that, that's it, right? Um, I do... I wanted to say after I'm done talking to you all in the morning, I do do meditation, but I do walking meditation. I've not been a type of person that has really gotten into that form of meditation where I'm just sitting there. I tried it before. Uh, it doesn't really work for me unless, let me see. Oh, oh, unless it's like really short. So um, again, Beachbody has these four minute meditations. And so that I can do kind of like, for four minutes, I can sit there, but that, that's the extent of it. Um, when I do my other meditations, it's normally I put my headphones on while I'm walking my dog and I'm listening to the meditation. I'm taking the deep breaths. I'm doing all the things. And a lot of times I'll do my meditation in the morning. I'll do one. And then sometimes throughout the day, depending on my mood, like I'll just put my, I've done one literally at work, right? Because Beachbody has this library of meditations that you can do that are short as four minutes or they're as long as like 10 to 12 minutes, however long you need. And I literally put my headphones on if I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed at work and the stimulation is just too much for me. My misophonia is kicking in. I'll put the headphones in, press play on the meditation when I'm in the office by myself. And, and it'll, it'll really just shift me and move me, my mood. And I'm like, okay, I can make it. Um, so that is my morning routine um, I know it sounds like a lot, but it's literally less than an hour. Um, and sometimes it's longer than an hour. So like right now I'm off of work for the week because I have a big assignment to turn in for my doctorate. And I take the week off to kind of cram and do as much as possible. But I want to let you know that the reason why your PMDD morning routine is so important, because when you and your PMDD partner are stressed, you're not at your best. You're going to be irritable. You're going to fight with one another. You're going to potentially break up with one another. You're going to regret it later on. And a way to avoid that whole cycle of breaking up with your partner on a monthly basis is to control what you can control. And that is your morning routine. So I'm not telling you that you have to wake up 
at 4.30 in the morning, 3.30 in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning. You can wake up whenever you want to wake up. And your morning routine can look completely different from mine. So I'm telling you my morning routine. I'm telling you why I do the things that I do in my morning routine. And I'm telling you how they impact my PMDD partner. But you can substitute any of the things that I'm telling you. I'm giving you a blueprint, right? I'm giving you the framework for a morning routine that is not going to take you a long time. It is one hour out of the 24 hours of the day, it's 1% of your day, right? So you can't tell me you don't have time for 1%. You can scroll on your phone. I've, I've done this, you know, I, I think I did it the other day where I literally scrolled on my phone for a freaking hour because I went into one reel to another reel to looking at this and looking at that. And I'm like, that was an hour. And if I hadn't done a routine or whatever, like I could have done it in that hour. And in order to, I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, that's great for you, Rose, or that's great for your partner, or must be nice. You know, I could never do that, or I don't want to do that. And again, when I'm in PMDD, I don't want to do it either, but it makes me feel better. And how how I do in that one hour literally affects my whole entire day. When I don't do my morning routine, it's not good. It's not good. There's been times where me and my partner have been arguing. He will literally ask me, have you done your morning routine? And I'm like, well, no, but that has nothing to do with it. And blah, blah, blah. Like, but then because he knows, he can see the shift when I've done my morning routine and when I haven't. And so he supports me with doing it matter so much that when I had a birthday, he bought me like this weight machine and it's huge. It's like one that I used to work out um, with at the gym. And he literally bought it for me. And every time we move, he sets it up and it takes hours to do. But he decorated my whole gym to make it like, I don't even park my truck in there. I just use it as a home gym because that is how important movement is to me. That is how important my morning routine is. And he's like, that was a labor of love. He built that gym so that he could be like, listen, when he's stressed and he's home, he goes in there too. Like that's his safe haven and he gets to work out in and then he feels like, okay, um, I can handle this. Like if if he's been wanting attention and affection and all these things for me and I'm in my avoidance stage and I'm like, I'm not here to give you attention. Like I can't right now. He'll go in the gym and he'll get a workout in and he'll move and then he'll start to feel good. He'll play his music in there. Like he has a different morning routine. He doesn't do the meditation. Um, he gets up and he, uh, what does he do? Oh, he reads a devotional. He likes to read. He reads a devotional and then he goes straight to working out. And then after he works out, he likes to just sit in the gym sometimes and just like listen to music. And then he just like, takes a shower and gets dressed. So when he's listening to things in his ear, he's not listening to podcasts. He's listening to like upbeat, pumped up music, um, which I, I vibe with. When I'm in my follicular phase, I'm kind of the same way. I'm like, I'm listening to high vibe, like the electric dance music, like the pop music, like all of the things. I'm really into that when I'm feeling good because it matches my mood. But in order to figure out this is the this is the exercise that we're going to do together for my PMDD trauma transformational tool that I'm going to use with you that I use with all of my clients. And in order to map out and think about what is my PMDD morning routine, what am, what am I going to put in my PMDD toolbox? Think about I feel best when I and then fill in the blank. And then think about for your partner, my partner feels best when they fill in the blank. You don't have to think about whether you do it in the morning or the afternoon. We can shift that later on. But just think about what makes you feel your best. What makes you feel your best? Is it journaling? I have a couple of clients that their thing is journaling. They feel best when they journal. So we have created a PMDD partner morning routine where they get up in the morning before their kids are up, before their partner's up, before it, just to give them their own time or they are a separate place in the home and then get up and they journal. And maybe they do that for 30 minutes and that is their medicine. So when I say movement is my medicine, you can say journaling is my medicine. Essential oils is my medicine. Like I'm not here to judge or to tell you what should be your medicine, right? I'm telling you what works for me. I'm telling you a couple of things that work for my, my partner, what works for my private clients, but you fill in the blank with what makes you feel your best and you commit to doing that. I 
have to do my PMDD partner morning routine seven days a week. I know you're like, oh my gosh, that's so much. I don't get a break. Well, here's the thing. Um, my movement can be yoga, can be a walk. So maybe I walk for 30 minutes. Like that is my my quote unquote rest day or whatever. Um, if I don't move, now I don't get up early on the weekends unless I have to work. So I'm not in a, or I have clients. Um, so I'm not in a sense of saying I'm waking up at five o'clock in the morning to do my morning routine. Sometimes it's been an afternoon routine because if it's been a weekend and I've been able to sleep in like today, I'm off of work and I literally woke up at like 11 o'clock in the morning because I stayed up late and I woke up late. So I did my morning routine and I literally started probably at like one o'clock in the afternoon. I call it a morning routine because it's whenever I wake up, like it's my morning. So I can do what I want. So um in order to figure out what's in your, what should be in your PMDD partner morning routine is to fill in the blank, ask that question. And this can be a very fun activity to do with your partner. You sit down and ask them that question. And then you talk about how you can possibly integrate your morning routines together. So like I told you, when my partner's home, we work out at the same time, or if we both work out, like we do things to where we're supporting each other and doing what it is that they need. I'm not telling him this is my morning routine, so you need to do what I do. So if you try to tell your partner to do what you do and drag them into what makes you feel your best, they're going to resent you for it. You need to align it with what makes them feel their best and not judge what their morning routine is. Not saying, oh, you need to do this because this is what will make you feel better. Like your partner knows what will make them feel better. They know. Uh, so my, one, of my, one of the things that my clients came to the morning routine is cuddling. She cuddles, and I think it's like five, 10 minutes. It's not a long time, but like in the morning before they get out of bed, they like to cuddle, right? That's part of the morning routine. And if you know that you're always going to have that, you know, your partner will start to look forward to that. Like, oh, we're going to do this in the morning. Like, and it's cute and it brings you together and it eases the tension. And it's like, regardless of what's going on, at least I get to cuddle, you know, with my partner. Like, like I told you with the devotional, regardless of what's going on, we send the devotional we say, I love you, like regardless of what PMDD fight or argument we have. And it kind of reminds us why we're together. We appreciate the effort because we see that the other person is trying. And sometimes it's been like the last, like at least they're trying, at least they did this, right? So find out what your partner, you know, does best and then find out what you do best. And just know that this PMDD morning routine is to reduce the stress in your life during PMDD and during when you're not in PMDD, when you're in your follicular phase, so that you can enjoy your days. You enjoy your days with your partner when you don't have all of these PMDD symptoms going on and you're not doing anything about it, right? It's so easy to get overwhelmed when you're in PMDD, when you have all of these things that you have to juggle with family, responsibilities with work, responsibilities with everything. And it can just be so overwhelming and you can begin to have all of this stress and tension. And I know I hold tension in my body, like um, in my traps, like I'm going to get a massage today. Thank the Lord. Um, because I just, I hold the tension and I can feel it and I'm carrying it around all day. So you need to figure out what, or what can you add in, in your morning routine? Not only that's going to help you as far as like the movement is concerned, but then also that decompression, like for me, that's the shower and listening to my podcast and just being able to just clear my head, have time for myself, close the door, lock the door, all of the things, right? And so a big way of finding out what is helpful most when you're in your PMDD morning routine is focusing in on the present moment. And I know this is so hard because you can be thinking about everything that you have to do for the day, everything, that all the symptoms that you're going to have with your PMDD. But when you focus in on the present, it can bring this sense of awareness to your experiences and just slow you down. I used to wake up with PMDD anxiety and I felt like I was running a mile a minute. I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't slow down. I couldn't stop. I literally put my headphones on. I had to do this. I had to do that. And if somebody tried to say something to me, I was so snappy. And I was like, oh, what is it? I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I have to do this. I have to do that. And I had this long to-do list and the people were just like, whoa, like chill. My partner was just like, kind of like walking away with like the, you know, like I come in peace kind of thing. And 
I want you to try to avoid trying to change your feelings or push away memories that you may be having in PMDD and allow yourself to process them. When you acknowledge a feeling and you process the stressful situation, then it'll go away. It'll pass. If you hold off on it and you try to push it back, um, then it's just going to stay there. Like you're, it's like you're holding it and you're keeping it in your bag. So it can become a habit of every single time you have a negative feeling, trying to stuff it down and not talk about it and just kind of pushing it to the back. Instead of doing that, I want you to stop trying to escape from your emotions and manage them by addressing them. So don't run away from your feelings because running away from PMDD will cause you to feel the pain even more because your body will say, oh, you're not trying to um, address this PMDD symptom. I'm going to magnify it. I'm going to make it worse for you. It's going to haunt you, right? Have you ever done that when you're having intrusive thoughts and instead of just addressing, stopping, pausing, breathing, noticing how that intrusive thought is, is feeling in your body? And processing it, you're trying to ignore it and you're trying to do all the things and you feel so anxious. You're like, I don't have time for this. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do this. And your body's like, okay, let's turn it up a notch. And then all of a sudden you're feeling the symptoms even more. And it's like, oh, and so you're overwhelmed and you explode in PMDD rage because you never stopped to deal with the initial trigger, right? If you're triggered by your PMDD partner in the morning, first thing in the morning, deal with that trigger and then move forward. And the way that you can do that in your morning routine is think about if something triggered you yesterday, really take the time to process it in the morning before you carry it on into your whole day. And the way that you're doing this is by blocking this time off for yourself. I know that a lot of you may think to yourself, must be nice, Rose, that you can put your phone on do not disturb. I, I don't have the luxury of doing that. Because I, I have to do this in the morning. I have to do this. I have to do that. Then you can wake up an hour earlier. Whatever time you need to do it, you can take that time, wake up early, and then I know what you're thinking. Oh, I'm so tired. You're going to be tired anyway. I know I am. I know when a PMDD, like, like I said, it doesn't matter when I wake up. or I'm like, I just need to get some more sleep. And then I get some more sleep and I feel even more groggy because I slept too long. It's like a catch-22. But taking time off and finding a way to say no to other people means yes to yourself. Like you're eventually going to be better for them because you're taking the time for yourself in your PMDD morning routine. And so when I say block off some time for yourself, it can mean saying, no, I can't talk to you right now. No, I can't book that appointment. No, I can't sit down and do this for you. And your partner may not like it initially. I know my partner used to resent my morning routine because he wanted attention first thing in the morning um, and he wasn't getting it. And so he would be like, oh, you and your morning, <laughs> you and your morning routine. I can't even talk to you during your morning routine. And I had to really just stand my ground. I thought about it a couple of times. I was like, you know what? Maybe I just won't do it. It's causing too much stress in my relationship. I'm just going to skip my morning routine. And then I noticed I would not do my morning routine, engage with him. And then I began to resent him for not doing my morning routine. So it made it even worse. It was kind of like I should have just done it because even when I was in his presence, he didn't appreciate it because I wasn't fully there and I didn't want to be there. It's like you ever had your partner ask you to do something and you didn't really want to do it, but you did it anyway. And then you sat down and do it and you just were like, I'm here. And they were like, oh, I want you to be this way. It's like, no, if you want my mood to be a certain way, then allow me to do the things that support the mood that you want me to be in. Support your partner in being into a better mood by supporting the things that make them feel like they're going to be in a good mood. Like what is going to make me feel better? Like I said, my medicine is movement. So give me time to move and then I'll show up to be with you in a better mood. It's like, hello, like help me help you. Like we all get what we want. Um, so I know a lot of my my private clients do journaling. Um, I used to do journaling, but I put a spin on it, right? So again, I like to move when I'm doing all of my things. So instead of doing journaling, I got a voice recorder and I don't have it here. I have it downstairs. No, nope, I have it right here. Since this is going on video. 
I have a voice recorder right here and I use my voice recorder while I'm on my walks. Like I do walks. Um, I walk my dog like three times a day and one is in the morning and a way to get my thoughts out if I'm just trying to process them, but I don't really want to talk to my friends about it because I don't feel like they'll understand. I don't want to be held accountable for the ugly things that I might say. Like if you're feeling really negative in the morning and you just want to get it out and say it, instead of saying it to your partner, you can write it down and journal it or you can record it. And it's password, mine is password protected. So even if my partner did want to hear like, hey, what has she been talking about? Like you don't have the password, so it doesn't matter. So that is a great way for me to get it out without doing damage to my PMDD relationship because I'm not held accountable for the things that I'm saying during that time, but I feel better getting it out, right? How many times have you been like, I just need to get this out. I need to say how I'm feeling, but then you say how you're feeling and then you regret it later on because you've said things that are damaging to your PMDD relationship and your partner starts to judge you for the things that you said. And you're like, but I, I needed to get it out. I needed to talk about it. Well, this is a way of doing it in a way that you're not going to be held accountable. You're not going to have that guilt with your PMDD partner and you possibly can like not do damage and still feel better. Um, so these are ways that you can form your PMDD morning routine in a way that fits you best. But again, the premise of all of this is you have to find what works for you. Engaging in this morning routine initially might seem overwhelming. It might be like, oh, I'm not doing any of these things that you're talking about. Like maybe start with doing a 30 minute morning routine where you're just doing 15 minutes of this and 15 minutes of that. It doesn't have to be an hour. I say an hour because that's what fits best in my schedule. You may not have an hour. You may have 30 minutes or you may say, this is getting really good. Like when you're in that experimental phase of finding out your PMDD partner morning routine, you may want to add things that I want to add in this. I want to add in that. It's up to you. Like do what your time can afford, do what works best for you, and then sit down every single time that you make an adjustment to your PMDD morning routine. Sit down with your partner and let them know what it looks like. Map it out with them so that they can know what it is that you're doing. Because if you're starting this new ritual, they'll be like, what is she doing? Like my partner says this all the time. I never know what you're doing because you're switching things up. I'm like, oh yeah, let me tell you what I'm doing. Like, you know how every single month you're like, I'm going to try this new thing. And your partner may be like, oh, here we go. Like, I never know what you're doing. Like, so I love that I can try these new things. And then I talk to my partner. He's super supportive. And then I've helped him, you know, kind of like with his morning routine, like as he's moving, as his schedule has changed with work, like, why don't you try this day? Why don't you try this? And then you feel like you're in it together and you're not being resentful because the other person has a morning routine because you're supporting your partner and having their PMDD morning routine and adding it to their PMDD toolkit because when you are stressed, you're not at your best. But when you relieve that stress with your PMDD morning routine, then you are both better, not just for each other, but for yourself. And you're going to feel empowered in doing this and you're going to make it a ritual. And I'm, I guarantee you, once you find what works for you, you're not going to want to stop. You're going to want to do it on a daily basis. So if you need help, with finding out what works best for you for customizing your PMDD morning routine, you can reach out to me at in love with PMDD on Instagram, or you can DM me, or you can go to my website, www.inlovewithpmdd.com and book a session with me. And I can literally, um, it takes about 60 to 90 minutes to uh, when I have these sessions where I'm just mapping out your whole morning routine with you collaboratively, what's going to work for you, what's going to work for your partner, and then have you try it. And I love, I love, love, love to see my clients try this at the beginning of the month. So like I have my calendar where I've mapped mine out for the month. So I know when I'm in PMDD, I know what I'm going to be doing for my morning routine because it can change every month depending, because especially because I travel. But I literally map it out and I make sure whatever I have in my morning routine aligns with the schedule that I'm going to be doing with what's going on with my children, with what's going on with my partner, what's what's going on with work. Like I make sure it's still going to fit even when I'm traveling too. And I love seeing the transformation. It literally has made, I've had some of the best PMDD months when I've stuck to my morning routine. Last month, ironically, I had the big giant argument in my relationship and I did not stick to my morning routine. And I looked, because you can log your workouts. And I, for some reason, I think I was trying, I don't know why I stopped at a certain point, 
but I noticed the difference in this month for October. So it helps sometimes when you take it away for a bit, because then you're like, oh, I'm not doing that again. Like, because you can feel the difference, right? And that's how it was for me. I'm like, I can feel the difference between when I do it and when I don't do it. And I'm committing to doing my PMDD morning routine for the whole month of October. So if you're not following me on Instagram, follow me so you can watch me. Um, I actually go into PMDD uh, on the 2nd of October, which is great. So I'm starting a new month with a bang. Get it? Because that's what PMDD feels like when I go into it. But yeah, I'm going to be starting that. I'm going to be doing it the whole month. And then when I get in my good days, I'm going to see the difference. And it, I'm I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a difference between last month and this month. And my partner, he even said too, he was like, I fell off, you know, I haven't been doing my morning routine because of the, he had caught COVID. And because he caught COVID, when he started to work out again, it started to feel differently for him. So he kind of laid off on it. And then before you know it, he didn't do it one week, then he didn't do it another week. And then he started to feel horrible in his body. And then that affects his mood. That was another thing that we noticed. Like when we start to gain weight, when we start to get sluggish, um, because we're not doing our morning routine, we start to interact with each other differently. Like he gets really insecure if he's like put on a couple pounds or his clothes are not fitting the same. He'll start to be like, are you attracted to me? Like he'll get really insecure. And then when I'm not feeling comfortable in my body, I'll be feeling insecure when we get intimate because I want to feel a certain way. I like, I want to be free to like do all the things <laughs> and not be like self-conscious about my body. So this morning routine helps us and how we're intimate with each other and how we're secure with one another. And I'm so looking forward to you starting fresh. If you listen to this episode, let's see. I was going to release another episode for this week, but I think I'm going to release this one this week because it's the last week of September. Yeah. So I'm going to switch it around. I'm going to release this one so that you can start October fresh or when, or you can, whenever you're listening to this, right? So this is going live on YouTube and it's going uh, wherever I put it, but you can start your month fresh, even if you're starting your week fresh with your PMDD morning routine. And I would love for you to DM me on Instagram and let me know what your morning routine is and I'll hold you accountable. And that is like, that is my job. That is what I do. Like I'm, I'm a master at holding people accountable for doing things that they don't feel like doing because I used to be a master procrastinator and I, I feel myself slipping back into that sometimes. So I accountability is the only way that helps me. And if you want to be a part of my group or you want me to hold you accountable, reach out to me on Instagram or you can go to my website. We can get a session started. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you what your PMDD partner morning routine is and what is going to be in your PMDD partner toolkit. You got this. PMDD partners, it is National PMDD Awareness Month. And in lieu of this, I have officially launched In Love with PMDD TV. On this YouTube channel, you are going to be getting exclusive interviews with other PMDD partners. I'm always going to be coming on there, giving you more tools, more things for your PMDD relationships to stop the monthly breakups, but make sure you go over and subscribe to my YouTube channel, In Love with PMDD TV, so you can see more of me. That rhymes, but I'm super excited to be able to provide this for you. And then also, if you're wanting to be a guest on the podcast, In Love with PMDD, where you're listening to me right now, or if you want to be a guest on the TV show, In Love with PMDD TV on YouTube, make sure that you send me an email, rose at inlovewithpmdd.com. Let me know that you want to be a guest. Let me know that you want to share your story. Let me know that you want to share your journey. And for the month of April, I will be having other PMDD sufferers, other PMDD partners come on and collaborate with me on the podcast and then also on In Love with PMDD TV. This is about spreading awareness of PMDD, everything that we're suffering with, everything that we're going through. I want the world to be able to see what it is that we go through on a month-to-month basis so that more tools can be provided. So I'm super excited. Email me, rose at inlovewithpmdd.com, or you can DM me on Instagram, as always, where I vlog my journey daily. But I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, we got this.